0: Hello, my name is Akeem Brown, and this is Akeem's Dream Show. You may be wondering what the hell this podcast is about. And I'm still trying to figure it out. But all I know is when I got a lot of ideas in my 20s, I wrote them down. And in every episode, I'm going to try to unpack one of these ideas and theories, as well as interview people I find really fascinating. Ideas about the end of sobriety, suborbital travel, NFT, salt and pepper, and really anything else that I find that tickles my fancy so strap in for a fun ride and i hope you learn something new let's take it up a notch and welcome to another episode of akim's dream show and today we have a very very special guest one of my main man man one of my, the most successful guys i know all the way down in southern california sorry northern california Coming to you from the city by the bay, Brennan Beliveau. How you doing today, sir? Well, man, I was looking for who, who you were introducing there, but uh, I
1: guess they couldn't make it, so I, I guess I had to fill in there, but I appreciate the intro, man. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, man. Not as good as you. Listen, he's got a Giants shirt on. That's a San Francisco Giants shirt, and that nothing uh, nothing is a better describer of what this guy's done in life. He's just a Giant in everything <laughs> he does, man. He's just a, a big player. He goes for it all, man. He goes puts all his chips in the middle of the table, and he just uh, bets big, man. Hey, man, we had a big year. You know we finished top of the
1: league. You know that's how we're feeling right now, and it's uh, it's been a pleasure to get to see you. You know it's been well overdue. You know with the COVID situation, crossing borders a little bit longer than we would have anticipated, but uh, definitely excited to have you here, man. So we're we're uh, we're fired up, and uh, and I'm just uh, I'm happy you were able to make the way uh, your, your way down to San Francisco,
0: California, man. It's been a blast having you over here. One hundred percent, brother. I mean, I can't believe we're recording this here, but at the same time, I can because, as you're about to find out, folks, this guy is a man of many talents. You know, Brandon Beliveau. If nurses have patience, what are patients patient about?
1: <laughs> oh man, I I. Uh, that's a good question, man. I'd like to think that I, I run fast. Yeah, I got I got the the uh, the Nike uh, freezing on my on my feet, so I'm running around and I'm getting you know to them as quickly as I can. But sometimes you got to be a little patient, man. Sometimes in the morning when we're uh, you know, we're doing our assessments, man, we're getting our meds ready. We're uh, you know helping out uh, the the various uh, interdisciplinary teams doing what we got to do. But at the end of the day, man, we're we're still trying to deliver uh, family-centered care, and you get the needs of the uh, the patients and families uh, addressed as quickly as we can. But sometimes we do ask for just a little bit of patience.
0: Do they ever not give you it? <laughs>
1: uh, I uh, y- y- there's sometimes you get the uh, sometimes you get a few people that uh, little little call bell happy. And I do you say. remind
0: them what they are? That they're a patient, so they should have patient. <laughs> no,
1: I don't. I don't think that would go over so well. Like- I probably got fi- I probably got fired as the as the oh. nurse if I uh, said that we have to, you know, it, it's kind of like. You know, it's it's definitely different than than Canada. I, the the delivery is very similar. I think as a as a nurse, but I think at the end of the day, it's still all about customer service too. So you have to do everything you can to try and keep the customer as happy as you can be. And you know, even if you're, you know, completely different, but you know, let's say if you're. Uh, uh, you know, working at a restaurant and and, uh, and waiting tables, for example, too, right? You've got a, a number of different people you got to see. Everyone's at different places. Maybe they're just starting their their meal, or they're they're midway through, or they're just finishing up, right? We could have patients that just got there. Maybe they're they're kind of they've been there for a few days, and some that are getting ready for discharge. So you have to really kind of triage and prioritize who you need to see first. Um, you know, maybe what the the most pressing needs are, and uh, and be able to. Uh, you know, very quickly decide, you know, in what order and in what fashion you're going to, uh, you're going to, you know, see everyone and, and address all of those needs too. So you try and do it the best you can. Sometimes it doesn't always make everyone so happy. But I think when you explain that, uh, you know, it's done in such a way uh, to, uh, to address, you know, the, 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 the higher pressing needs, the more urgent needs, you know, and, and maybe your, your, your child's doing, you know, well, um, and, and we can kind of wait off a little bit to, to do something. Um, they, they're usually pretty good and pretty understanding when you explain the situation.
0: Brennan, you're saying that you can multitask and prioritize in this, on the spot in the moment? <laughs> um,
1: I, tr- I like to think I can. <laughs> I like to think I can uh, walk in text and, and, uh, and do a couple things at the same time too. Uh, probably took about thirty years to get there. But Incredible. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's spot on, man. That's yeah. amazing skills, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you can. They're not teaching that at school these days, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he can read and drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, it, it's it's definitely a skill, man. I think in my first year of nursing too, it was uh no one ever tells you that the first like six, nine, twelve months, you know, it, it's okay to kind of feel like you don't know what you're doing. Um, I remember the first the first little while, um, just feeling so overwhelmed. Like I knew what I knew, but I. I was still trying to figure out what I what I didn't know, and you know, you, you get out of university with a four year degree, um, you know, and and a, and a really good one. You feel very confident after your clinical rotations and the information that you've learned, but um, you know, it, it, you still don't get all the clinical experiences um, in school that you that you'll eventually get in the uh, in the real life setting too. So, for the first uh, few months, I remember walking onto the unit and kind of smelling the uh, you know the the hospital air or, or hearing the the alarm bells go off or um... you know just the environment and just feeling a little bit uh, anxious about it all and and then at some point it kinda just clicks you know for some people it might be three months some people might be six months some people might be nine months but I try and tell every nursing student too look you know once you graduate it's not just gonna um, it's not just gonna happen right away you know it's gonna take some time to feel comfortable so you know give the profession a chance you know keep working at it everyday pick one or two things to try and learn go back um, maybe do a little bit of research at home but um, just know that you're not alone when, when sometimes you get overwhelmed. And, and I'm sure it's the same in a lot of different professions.
0: Brennan, thank you for answer, answering that question about whether you're, uh, you can multitask and you can prioritize. Holy smokes. That, that, was, I, a, that was a detailed answer. Yeah,
1: I, I, I multi-answered that. Uh, See, that's why you are who you are, man. You,
0: you give more than <laughs> oh. you're asking to give. That's oh, that's man. why you're special, man. That's why you deliver the goods every oh. time. Hey, Brennan, some people call it San Fran, some people call it the city. What is the difference?
1: Hey, man, uh, I, I first called it San Fran when I got down here, and I got absolutely... Shredded. Um, they all knew right away I wasn't from here when you said San Fran. I said, you can't call it San Fran, it's either it's San Francisco or it's the city. I said, well, there's lots of cities. There's the city of uh, San Jose, San Francisco, Oakland, Palo Alto, uh, Walnut Creek, um, you know, Berkeley. There, there's all these different cities. I said, no, there's only one city. So you either have to say the city or San Francisco. But San Fran, which I thought it just rolls off the tongue so nicely, it's just convenient. Hey, you want to go to San Fran today? Rather than, hey, you want to go to San Francisco today? It just made sense to me, but, you know, I guess different place, different culture, different different way of doing things, so you have to kind of adapt a little bit. Um, I won't take A of my vocabulary. I'll still say, uh, uh, you know, quite a bit, but I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll try my best to say San Francisco or the city when I can.
0: You're a man, You're a man amongst the people, man. What makes a nurse adventurous? I'll tell you what. um,
1: The adventurous nurse kind of developed from, you know, just seeing the opportunities that nurses have um, to kind of work all over the world. So it's probably one of the most, if not the most in-demand professions in the world right now. Um, And I think the pandemic has really kind of shed light on on a lot of the nursing shortages kind of going on, um, not just in North America, but across the world. Um, so it, for me, The Adventurous Nurse is, um, you know, it, it's the opportunity to kind of travel or, or go on an adventure and, and, and maybe um, take your skill set, your degree, um, your, your knowledge, your experience, and, uh, and try and utilize that in, in a completely different setting. I think there's nothing more exciting than, um, you know, kind of packing up your life in, in a couple suitcases and, and trying to start a new one somewhere else. And for me... You know i I love Edmonton, my favorite city. I love my family, my friends, um, like I said, I think the city's fantastic, man. You know, I love my spots, um, love my hospital back home. There was nothing I didn 't like, man. I loved every little bit about it. It was just the fact that it was just time to go on an adventure and uh, and I'm so glad I did because you know you really appreciate so much more of what you have back home um, when you see something else and, and when you 're kind of living in a de- another situation too and and I 'm loving things down here and um now that I kind of had the opportunity to go and and um, you know start my adventure, I I really wanted to try and help others, uh, you know, become their their own adventurous nurse as well too. So that's kind of where um, a lot of uh, a lot of things kind of happened for me, which was exciting.
0: Where do you work right now?
1: So, um, so I work at a Bay Area Children's Hospital, um, and I work in uh, pediatric cardiology and heart transplant care, which is uh, which is exciting for me. So I I worked in the same area. Back home, I've worked in a number of different areas, but uh, pediatric cardiology and transplant care was was uh, was my primary area of about five years. So um, we have a great program down here in the Bay Area. So it's uh, it's something that I've uh, always wanted to kind of continue working in. And so when the opportunity presented itself, um, especially in this city, it just it just seemed like the perfect fit. So did it present itself, or
0: how did you get that <laughs> job? Uh, I, uh,
1: that's a good question. Um, well, man, you know how that whole situation happened. I mean, a lot of people kind of don't realize that this whole adventure started a year before we actually went down to a, down a San Francisco, man. We went down to L.A. in October 2018. We had the craziest trip of our lives. You know, we went to go see a Drake concert, which, by the way, I mean, we were all camping with some of the, some of the fellas, and everyone went fishing. I said, you know, everyone, leave your phones on the table, and uh, everyone had them unlocked and I was looking for Drake tickets, and Drake had five shows, and... In uh, LA, three in Vegas, and we were thinking, okay, let's uh, let's go to a different city, man. We've we've seen Jersey and Edmonton. We gotta go. We gotta go see somewhere else. So I think for about a couple hours, it's hitting refresh, refresh, refresh. And uh, I was like, okay, one one more push. And uh, I was like, we're only going down if we're getting good uh, good good seats. And uh, seats came up, floor seats, staple Center. Um, boom, done. <laughs> I didn't even tell you guys like, hey, yeah, all right, we're going to L.A., and uh, this is how much uh, the tickets were. you like, okay, all right, sounds good. And I uh, ended up going down to L.A., man. That was the craziest trip ever. You know, we uh, we were running into celebrities. We were in a commercial with Jane Seymour, man. That was a blast. Uh, ended up having talk with Owen Wilson, random Kiss concert. Um, it, it was crazy, dude. And, and, you know, I just remember that, that cab ride back to uh, the Uber ride back, sorry. To LAX. To LAX, and just you know, looking, you'd be like, man, in a year from now, I have to work in California. Like, this was a sign, this trip. Um, That was October 2018, and then a month later, just researched some hospitals down in California, flew myself down and kind of walked in and said, "Uh, this is who I am, this is where I come from, and this is why, you know, I know I'd be the perfect fit for for your hospital, bringing in, um, you know, a a good amount of experience from uh, a completely different healthcare setting. You know, diversity, I think, is such a strong component. Um, and I, I was able to uh, <laughs> convince someone. Maybe they are really desperate. I don't know. Convince someone to, to give me a job, and um, and then that whole process started, which was like climbing a, a mountain, um, trying to get everything from the the visa, social security number, um, and uh, and California state license. Uh, but eventually, made it happen. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the state license took too long. I had to give up on on the opportunity in LA, but. Um, an opportunity a really unique one came up here in uh, in the Bay Area and was able to jump on it and that's how it happened but the coolest thing was is that trip in in uh, in October 2018 um, it was kind of the middle of the month and and when I went down to San Francisco it was November 2nd 2019 so, so it was a year after um, that uh, that trip just like we called it and uh, that Uber ride back which was which was the coolest thing I was really excited about that
0: you make it sound all so easy, Brennan. What kind of guy jumps on a plane a month after the trip of his life just to go down to hospitals and say, this is who I am, this is what I'm about? Do You know, there's a lot of work that has to be done on the inside of a person to have the cojones and the balls to do that. My question for you is, Brennan, did you always know you wanted this?
1: I think I thought about it. I remember looking back at a lot of my emails in fourth year university. I was trying to network with some hospitals down in the States and and uh, but they all said you got to get some experience first and um, it was a little bit discouraging at the time because I, I kind of wanted to go right out of uh, right out of school you know thinking that maybe I'd settle down soon after and and uh, have a family or something like that so it's like ah, I better get this experience um, done but I think a few years passed and I kind of just looked back and it just kept growing on me and I just kept asking myself I said, you know what like what's the worst that could happen like you you love it that's fantastic but if you hate it then, you know, you come back home, man. The situation's still here, everyone's still here, the, the, the hospital's still here, your city's still here, um, but you'll never look back in life and, and think like, what, what could have been, or what if? Um, so that was my biggest thing, was, uh, okay, let's take this chance, and if it doesn't go well, you know, that's perfectly fine, because, you know, we, uh, we, we took a chance, we took a shot at it. Um,
0: that's what I've always loved about you, man, you've always taken your shot. When the shot is there to take, you take it,
1: man. <laughs> yeah, man, I learned that from you. You're, uh, you're, you're the three-point king back in high school, man, on the, on the Scots. So. Hey,
0: man, James Harden wasn't even drafted yet when I was in high school.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I think he was learning learn from your tape.
0: Brennan, I know your favorite song about San Francisco, but I have a question for you. If you left your heart in San Francisco, wouldn't you be dead?
1: Uh, I, yeah, probably, I guess. Uh, uh, I guess I'd have to stay here, man, you know, if, if, if I stayed here with it. But uh, who knows, man, who knows? who knows what the future is going to bring man there's some pretty cool stuff coming out um with uh some artificial hearts and technology and stuff like that so
0: oh wow we're getting technical so didn't 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 expect I think that to answer to- tony
1: bennett we have to you know try and uh try and do a little remix we have to update it a little bit
0: tony bennett's gonna be in the era giving you that artificial yeah, we have to bring it back bring it back yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right brennan what is the compound effect
1: Man, the compound effect was uh was probably one of the, the coolest books um that, uh, that I ever read. You actually introduced it to me, which I, which I thought was uh, fantastic, but it came at a really cool point in my life where it's all about making smaller kind of micro decisions that eventually will yield exponential results. Um, you know, when it comes to like anything in life, it could be financial, it could be um, health related, it could be reading, it could be it could be anything, you know, just making a small little difference um, bit by bit each day Eventually, will yield a long-term exponential result. It could be, you know, putting five bucks away into uh, some sort of an in- investment, um, and and at some point, you know, that that's going to uh, that number is going to turn pretty big, right? Or uh, maybe you you read a couple uh, uh, extra articles every night before bed. Um, all of a sudden, man, you've you know, you've read a whole a whole journal, or uh, you've you've acquired some some information that maybe lands you a pretty cool job uh, in the city or something like that. You know, so. Um, I think it's a whole mindset, really, at the end of the day. It's just making these small changes that are going to hopefully make you a, a better person over the, over the long term, too. But it, it was kind of a, a really cool way of, of thinking because I think a lot of people, when they try and make changes, um, you try and think so big, so early, but I think with the compound effect, it doesn't have to be so big, so quick. Um, you just start by making just small changes um, and eventually, you know, you get the results that you want over time.
0: You've worked in the U.S. healthcare system and the Canada, Canadian healthcare system. Can you give a quick analysis comparison of the two?
1: Yeah, so I think both are very, um, bo- both are strong systems, and both have their, their pros and cons. And I think every healthcare system has the opportunity to, to uh, improve upon itself. Obviously, uh, you know the Canadian system is a, is a publicly funded, um, tax-based system uh... for the most part it's about 70 30. Um seventy percent of it is is uh... publicly funded um, obviously your, your dental care um, and non-emergent eye care is still privately funded um, and there are still the occasional um, private radiology clinics popping up if if you uh... if you choose to not wait for for an mri um, but the beautiful thing about the canadian system is is um... is 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 not getting the bill uh... which i, which I think is great um... for for a lot of people and you know that that price gets paid usually somewhere else, of course, too. But um, what I love about it is, you know, if you if you uh, if you need the emergent care, you get it quick, um, and and it and it is great care, which uh, which I really like. Um, and for the American system, um, you know, the quality of care is, is exceptional. Um, you know, a lot of the the research and technology that's uh, being used across the world is developed, um, you know, right right here in in the Bay Area or or in Cambridge, um, and uh, and so, you know, really kind of comes down to, uh, it's more of a, it is a private system, but um, more and more people are, are, are getting that insurance coverage. Um, the, the numbers have gone up um, significantly from, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago too. So um, each network, um, it, it, uh, you, if you have insurance usually with one um, company, for example, you usually go to like a, a clinic um, or hospital within that particular network. Um, as well too um, which, which is which uh, is which is good but they they do such a great job and, and uh, like I was saying a few examples of, of some of the really cool technology and, and things that happen down here um, with even just like uh, Medication delivery for example, you know, there's there's things automated where you just uh, with a few clicks of uh, a Button on your phone, you know people can get their medication just mailed to them within two days You don't have to get up and go to a pharmacy um, You know book all your appointments from from your phone without having to actually you know Make a phone call if you want you can have your virtual appointments with your doctor, which is pretty cool, too um, But yeah, it it's it is uh, it's really unique, but at the end of the day, you know what, I, I will always say, if you need emergent care in both countries, you'll, you'll get great, uh, amazing care um, very quickly. Um, so I think no matter what side of the board, and I, I, think, uh, I think we're very lucky to have these two uh, these two systems with uh, the talented people that we have, uh, the technology that we have, and um, just being in two great
0: countries. Brennan, what do women want? <laughs> I can't answer that question. <laughs> Brendan you have a dog And you have a sports car Which one is Is, uh, is harder to uh, have ma- keep, maintenance, keep maintenance over Oh dude it's a dog for sure man Nelly for sure um,
1: Yeah man we're, we're always at the beach man We're always having a good time We're cruising around But I'll tell you what man Half the beach ends up back Back at my place You know I get, I get Sand everywhere And all this different stuff So she's tough man She's tough. Yeah, car, uh, the I can't just bring. <laughs> there's no dog wash for me to. Well, maybe there might be. You know, just kind of go through in fifteen seconds, and and she's all cleaned off and poofy and good. You know, you pay a lot of money for that kind of stuff. But yeah, N- Nelly's a tough one to clean, man. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm sure the car has emotional needs too. But you know, <laughs> Nelly, uh, you know, she, you know, I have to, I have to make sure that you know she's, uh, she's, she's feeling special and stuff like that too. So she is special. You got to spread the love, but but Nelly's got to have. Uh, yeah, now it's got to always be the priority. Brandon, what is NurseCon? So, yeah, NurseCon is, is, uh, is a really cool platform for um, education and community for, for nurses. Um, and it's available all, all across the world, too. So, essentially, what it is, um, is it's, a, it's an opportunity for nurses to take uh, continuing education courses, um, especially here in the United States, where a lot of uh, nursing licenses, every two years, you have to renew them and you have to take particular courses. Um, so it's a platform that offers um, those courses uh, at no cost at all um, to take, um, which, is, which is really cool because usually people have to pay a lot of money to take these courses. So the fact that you can take these courses for free, um, you know, for your nursing uh, license renewal or, you know, if you get paid education hours, like let's say some hospitals will pay you 25, 30 hours a year, um, you can take 30 hours of uh, courses, submit those certificates to your hospital and get paid for them. Um, and so those opportunities are available in the U.S., Canada, um, across the world, too. Um, it, it's a really, really cool platform because you see a lot of people posting um, conversations about maybe particular things that are going on, you know, within their career or their specialty. Or maybe they're asking for advice from other nurses, um, from anything about I've seen like, you know, what what's everyone's favorite kind of shoe to wear on the floor to... Uh, Uh, maybe how to to handle a a certain situation or about debriefing and you know it's really cool to see a lot of support that uh, that nurses from all across the world are giving each other as well too so it's got that educational component to it but it's also got a really neat uh, community component but um, it's a really cool platform and it's completely free Um, and the courses are really interactive as well too Um, you know there's a really cool video component to it Um, i think the courses are very uh, you know well written well edited um, and uh, you know, I might be a little biased because I'm the one doing that. But <laughs> I'm just uh, um, no, I, I I tease. But it, it's a really cool platform. And for anyone that wants to check it out, you know, again, it is free. It's uh, it's a great tool um, to uh, to use. But at the at the end of the day, man, I think for for nurses, um, you know, having a community and an educational platform, where we can kind of all come together um, in a in a safe, uh, trusting space. Is is a is a really cool thing. So hopefully we continue to kind of see that grow into something,
0: uh, you know, bigger and bigger uh, over time. Great resource. Brennan, what is Medline?
1: Yeah, so Medline is, uh, Medline is a leading uh, agency um, when it comes to uh, international healthcare staffing. Um, so they've been in business for, uh, or in the industry, I should say, for 30 years now, since 1991. Um, they've helped over 11,500 international workers immigrate to the USA, so a very strong track record. Um, and they, uh, they've they done such a, a tremendous job in, you know, really uh, keeping up with the growing demand of nurses uh, here in the US. They've got offices. Um, their headquarters is in Nashville, Tennessee. Great place. Um, and then they have an office in uh, Manila in the Philippines as well, too. So um, it's, it's very unique. Um, a lot of other agencies will often um, assist nurses with getting a green card and then they will often move that petition off to a hospital directly. um, And then the agency is no longer involved uh, in their employment or looking after them. Um, But Medline is different, they will follow um, and and care for that that, uh, employee as their employer um, throughout the entire two and a half year contract. So from the moment that someone reaches out to you through the immigration process, getting all of your uh, licenses, certificates, uh, immigrating to the U.S. and the, the two-and-a-half-year uh, contract, uh, Medline is uh, is your employer, and we're here to support you as well, too, which is really neat because, you know, for whatever reason, it, it's so extremely rare, but um, let's say, you know, a staffing need were to change at a hospital, and, um, you know, we had to, to look at trying to move maybe a nurse to a, another location nearby. Um, you know, being their employer, we can easily do that. But if the hospital is the employer, um, you know, it's, it's, it's more difficult to... Uh, to change someone's uh, you know, green card employer to, a, to another one. Um, so for us, it's, it's a really cool opportunity to really help a lot of nurses. And I think it's, it's, it's just, uh, it, it, not only is it helping you know, meet the healthcare um, and nursing uh, supply demand here in the US when it comes to uh, you know, addressing the needs here, but I, I think it's really incredible, um, the opportunity to help so many nurses and so many families as well too. I mean, when you think about it, for, for everyone that comes to the US, I mean, it really changes um, you know, their entire family tree and their trajectory and, and maybe, Change. you know, gives people an opportunity at something um, that maybe they, they would not have done. And again, there's so many incredible places to live across the world, but for those who are wanting to, you know, live in the US, uh, like myself, um, you know, I think everyone deserves the opportunity to, to at least try and, and make that happen too, so to have, um, you know, again, a leading agency like Medline in place to to really make that happen for people. It's uh, it's incredible.
0: How important is the RN exam
1: for international nurses? So so the NCLEX is the uh, is becoming more of the universal exam. It, it is in, in a lot of um, well the NCLEX is the uh, the exam in the U.S. is where it started. So all registered nurses uh, who want to work in the U.S. have to take the NCLEX. Whether you're uh, domestic or international, um, Canada adopted the NCLEX in 2015, and then Australia uh, adopted the NCLEX in the last couple of years. So the U.S., Canada, and Australia all require the NCLEX, So it's really becoming more and more of uh, of a requirement for anyone who wants to uh, to travel and work to, in any of these countries. So I always recommend to, especially while you know, soon after you you graduate from maybe your bachelor of science in nursing degree. Um, you know, prepare for the NCLEX, maybe plan to take it, because you never know if someday you're going to want to uh, to work in, in another country. Um, I'm thankful that I did. We were the second group actually in Canada to write it, so we were very fortunate. At the time, I didn't, I wasn't excited about it because <laughs> I knew it was going to be such a big exam, but it ended up going really well. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, was, I always recommend that. While that information is still fresh in, in your head, um, if you prepare for it, you'll, you'll do fantastic. Um, you know, just like with anything in life, I, I think if you prepare a plan, uh, plan and study for it, you'll do. Uh, you'll do great. Um, but uh, it, and it's available, you know, across the entire world. Like in the in the Philippines, there's five testing centers. Um, in India, I believe there's there's fifteen. Um, you know, there's uh, they exist all over the world. You know, all over Europe, all over um, all over Canada, the U.S. Um, there should be one in Nigeria opening up soon as well too. So it's really going to help a lot of nurses. Um, down there, who want to immigrate to Canada and the and the U.S. as well too, which is pretty cool.
0: That's so cool, Brennan, We had a great trip here uh, down in the Bay. We went to Sacramento, we oh, went all over the place. Let's uh, let's tell the folks a little bit about that. It's a little behind the scenes to it. A little, a little some
1: Yeah, we had a great time. It was uh, it started off a little funny because <laughs> I had the the five o'clock car rental and uh, showed up at five o'clock pick it up, and they were close to five o'clock. So. Um, <laughs> trip got a little little bumpy start but you know a, as with anything you sometimes face a little adversity man you get back out there and uh we were able to uh, uh, to get get the rental the next day man because we had a big day we had to go to Sacramento we saw the the raptors in the, in the King's play uh, which which was a lot of fun man we got stuck in a little bit of traffic but you know it was good man we, we played a, we had a lot of country tunes going on so I, I
0: really enjoyed that. Um, great
1: catching up in yeah. there, but
0: I break. Uh, I think breaking up was easier in the nineties or what? Yeah,
1: yeah, man. we were just kind of reflecting on life a little bit, but uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and the Raptors beat. Yeah, little Sam Hunt. Little Sam Hunt. Yeah. And the Raptors won. The, the Raptors won against Sacramento. Sacramento's yeah. pretty average team.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, we, got, we got to see a cool halftime show too.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, Sugar Hill Gang. I said, the hip, hop, the hippie, the hippie, those guys.
1: They, they were still popping. Like, they were, they were really giving it, man. That was a lot of fun.
0: They, they, they left the seniors home just to come and perform for us, man. They, these guys are got to be in their 70s. And uh, it was lit. They killed it. They were so, had brought so much energy. And people who knew, it, it was all the boomers in the stands who were, like, on their feet and stuff. All the Zoomers and the young kids didn't know what this was. But I, I think everyone recognizes that song. But yeah, no, because I, I,
1: like, I recognize the name. But as soon as I heard the, the music, I was like, "Oh yeah, no, for sure." I probably yeah, yeah. had it on my iPhone, but um, but that was good, man, because um, I think that at that point the Raptors were uh, were starting to take over, so it, it gave.
0: Uh, it was funny because we were the only like Raptors fans in our area. Yeah. So it, we felt bad about cheering. Uh, I, I didn't in the even. Second I half. didn't even
1: cheer in the second half because I was just like, "This is."
0: We're not gonna make it out like, of here alive. Like,
1: why 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 shoot someone? When they're already dead. Like it's done. <laughs> it Game's it over, man. Um, but, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, that was tough, and, and
0: they fired the coach the next day. But um, and, and this whole trip, we kept a tradition going of eating ice cream every night, and I think we only missed one night. Yeah, I think we only missed one night. Uh, we
1: tried some different ones, man. What was your favorite? Girardelli's was pretty good.
0: Girardelli's, man. Maybe it's just recency bias, but it's something about that. It was just I took my time with it. Okay, but th- did I miss one shot?
1: Like I told you, even when we went for that that, uh, that sushi, I said, man, we're getting these Brussels sprouts. I go, oh, man, Brussels sprouts. These are the best Brussels sprouts you've ever had in your life. You gave me the eye roll, man. Were they not the
0: best Brussels sprouts you ever had in your life? Dude, I was blown away. I'm not sure what they did. They just dipped them in butter and salt or whatever they did, but they just made it unbelievably delicious. I was skeptical, but you know, it was love at first bite. I don't know what else <laughs> to say.
1: Same with the ice cream, man. Same. With, I'm telling you, man. I, you know,
0: Wait, so That was right after we went to Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is one of these beach
1: towns, right? Big big uh, surfing town Santa, Santa Cruz. For anyone who hasn't been down there, man, it's it's absolutely beautiful. Just south of uh, um, south of south of San Jose, kind of along the coast. Um, it, it it's such a a really cool place, man. It's got a really unique vibe. It's got the the boardwalk with the amusement park, um, and uh, it, it's a great place, man. I I even know there's a lot of uh, surfers from uh, from Los Angeles that'll come up. Um, and come surfing up here too, but yeah. So
0: I jump in the water, right? And then Brendan goes, "Yeah, this is." There was a guy who got killed here by a shark last yeah, year. I mean, you
1: gotta be careful. You never know, man. Never know. As
0: soon as after I went into the water, I was like, Brendan, this is uh, probably the worst time to tell somebody that, you know. <laughs>
1: <Should've>... <laughs>
0: yeah, as soon this, as, this as, soon soon as it clicked, somebody... I was like, Oh, I, got, I should probably tell him. <laughs> so I was like, uh, Let him go in the water a like, few do times. Do I wait?
1: Do I wait till he gets back in and tell him? I was like, Oh, what if he gets
0: by a shark? <laughs> and I was playing fetch with this dog. I didn't know. So this this this, this beach is just so many dogs on it. And there's a lot of dog dogs heaven, that, man. Dog heaven, man. And, and Nellie, uh, uh, Brennan's dog, was just having a time, man. Just freaking running around, chasing her. And then I was playing fetch with this dog. I got a freaking golden arm, right? I can launch it like Mahomes. I was throwing this ball as far as I could, maybe 100 times. This dog went back and forth, and I was, it started to dawn at me like, whose dog is this? This dog is just free range. It's a free range dog. No owner, man owner and then this fuck and then this guy comes out of the ocean just out of a freaking product commercial like he's okay. selling cologne
1: yeah Hollister man uh got the washboard uh, abs
0: literally it looked like the setting of a cologne commercial like the sunset behind him he was just coming off his board whipping his blonde hair behind his head and he's clean shaven and he comes out of the water he's like oh thanks for playing with my dog bro yeah and I was just like stunned by his like aura I was like oh
1: yeah man <laughs> you like no thank you <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah pretty much yeah thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like
1: blushing and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we went to Palo Alto for that dinner, right? Uh, so that was that was really cool. What was that area called? For the mall? Uh, no,
1: so we were in San Jose. We went to Santana Row.
0: San, oh, okay. Santana Row.
1: Yeah, man. It's kind of like the Rodeo of Northern California. Definitely a little smaller. Some of the stores have closed down after COVID, um, but uh, probably one of the coolest streets for, for patios and restaurants and um, anyone who's in the Bay Area, man, you, you can't come to the Bay Area and not
0: go to Santana Row for a night. Yeah. Um,
1: it's it's so much fun so much fun
0: yeah absolutely and driving home one thing that caught my eye was uh, there's no lights on the highways that's that's a little different from canada you know you gotta you gotta put your you gotta put your uh, high beams on
1: yeah yeah i i I think i'd like a little bit of lighting but um there's got to be a reason it might be money i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but i I just feel like sometimes a little bit of fog it's just like Oh, man, a little, little tough, a
0: little tough. And uh, I wanted to bring this up too. Walking around with Nelly, Brennan's dog, it's like the easiest uh, guys out there. If you're interested in wanting to, like, you know, maybe meet your wife or something like that, oh, uh, just <laughs> just buy a dog. Like Nelly, what's Nelly's breed?
1: She's elaborate She she's she's real sweet
0: though. She's real sweet. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Everyone just stopping.
1: People love people love a dog. You know, people it's a dog a great way to meet people. 100%. Dog is a great way to meet people.
0: It helped us meet one of the most majestic ladies that night, eh? Remember the fortune teller we met? Julie?
1: Yeah, Julie. Julie was uh, Yeah, Julie was probably in her in her 50s and we were just sitting on 1010 Row. She she wanted to come meet Nelly, but then she started like she was asking our our names and birthdays and she was she was spilling the truth.
0: Yeah, she was into numerology and she was uh you know reading the tea leaves man she would, she she broke us down like the da vinci code man like she knew so much about us she's like oh you're number one and number two uh a little bit sensitive a little bit uh type a type whatever i'm like, sensitive julie <laughs> i'm not sensitive uh, no i'm like crying when she, yeah. <laughs> but she was uh she was so um she was on it man and she was like, Oh, I'm gonna tell my friends I'm gonna be there in five minutes. Like 20 minutes later, they're probably still waiting for her. Like, they probably already went to the karaoke bar she was supposed to go to. Like, she, I yeah, <laughs>
1: well, I, we got her on Instagram. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta find out my future, man. I feel yeah. like she knows all the answers.
0: I told her I'd send her, you know, just, uh, what's her email, I'll send her an invoice, and she was serious. She's like, Yeah, I'll take your money. Said, of
1: course. <laughs> she reminded me of Teresa Caputo.
0: Teresa Caputo, who's you know,
1: that? The, she's got a TV show, um, she can talk to like, uh,
0: she's like clairvoyant or something.
1: I don't know who that is, but but she just she sees things in a different way. She can kind mm. of communicate, and it, it's uh, I mean she, she knew things. I have answers. I got. Well, she has the answers that I need.
0: Oh, just say no more, man. <laughs> That's the kind of girl I want in my life. Yeah, Someone with all the answers. Uh, and yeah. then the next day we went to see all the legendary OG landmarks, like the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. We drove over, it, man. That was that really was cool. unbelievable. Beautiful day cool. too,
1: man blue skies um it's eight, california man california yeah it, that was great we ended up going to that landmark too cut a pretty cool spot um so you kind of see the whole city and the golden gate bridge from a different angle
0: brendan made some guy's day this guy walks up to oh. brendan's driving the i8 right and he's uh this guy walks up to it and he's like uh taking pictures and brendan's like yo should i get to let the guy go inside i'm like if you want him to like completely explode like you know you're gonna make his day you walk over there and you probably it's probably the best feeling in the world eh like I, I was happy to help. I was happy because he was happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you want to see this car? That's mine. Yeah, but you know, you let him in. It was super nice of you. You let him in, take some few pictures. Like, just be super, super. Because cool. I've I've seen some guys who are like, get the fuck away from my. That's my car, man. Get the fuck out of here. You know, like, this is being dicks. But you, not you, Brennan. You got that car. It's everyone's car now. So no, man. I appreciate that. That was it. Was cool. It was nice to.
1: It was nice to see someone happy. You know, over there. i was was just like man you know golden gate bridge don't you want to see that but um well he paid thirteen dollars to get across the bridge that's the least you can do right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah service um but yeah that that was cool man we uh and, and then you know we ended up going to some really cool beaches too uh half moon bay was was really beautiful um you know it was just like so quiet the water's beautiful um like crystal clear um you know blue definitely a little bit of a drop off but um, and I told you too. I said, man, you're gonna have a
0: good, you're gonna have a good uh, uh, lobster roll at, at Sam's Chatterhouse. Oh my goodness, yeah. So all the seniors, it's like their freaking spot, man. This is where they go party. So they're you start at the club, parked all across the street. This was like, what was it, like a Monday, like Monday at like noon or something? Yeah, yeah. And packed. it was packed. Yeah, like everyone's getting their chowder. getting the fucking yeah. We we had we, chatter. had we had the chowder, We had the the uh, the lobster roll, man. It was good. Oh, dude. It was, uh, it was a serious commitment, man. I mean, I couldn't walk after. I was just like, holy smokes. And uh, the flies were a bit of an issue, but it was really good food. I mean, delicious food. Yeah. Did we skip over the Golden Golden Warriors game? Golden State Warriors? Yeah, we did. We can go back to that. Yeah, because I think that was pretty important. I mean, like, uh, it's just like, oh, yeah, this trip was so good, we forgot about the Warriors-Raptors game. So Forgot about Steph Curry. Steph Curry with the shot, boy. 360 with the wrist, boy. He didn't have to do anything, man. He was a facilitator. I mean, I didn't want to be one of these guys, but I was just kind of trying to get a video of him shooting one bucket, and all I got was a layup, because I mean, he was just, his team is so good. I don't think they missed, like, five threes all night. Oh, because I think Toronto just had him covered so much, he just passed the ball to Poole,
1: and Poole's just... Money. Like, 70-plus percent from the, from the three-line. It's crazy. Call, call Poole fucking uh, Chris Kyle, man, because he's a fucking
0: a nice sharpshooter.
1: Sharp that... Um that district at chase is pretty cool hey
0: oh yeah it's uh you can tell it's it's very modern every every uh every arena is going to that model now with like the courtyard a lot of a uh, lot of retail a lot of food and beverage and uh entertainment yeah downtown a lot of great restaurants
1: uh, bars uh, some stores, things like that too, and then we you walk out and you can just go anywhere. We ended up doing a big lap, but we ended up basically across the street going bowling that night. Man, I kicked her ass pretty good, two games in a row.
0: Yeah, you're a shark, man. Brendan, if Brendan goes offers to go uh, bowling with you, just know you're gonna get your ass kicked. No. This guy gets There's like four, more, This like, guy gets like three, four strikes in a row. He's like, you know, what the hell?
1: I don't know what it is, man. Because like you go bowling, sometimes it could be like twice a year. Like you, you nothing you ever you don't like practice. You don't do anything, but it's just like. You just get in the zone. You just—it's something you like, love to do, but you never do. I don't get, i don't know. But it's so much fun, though.
0: Dude, I don't think I got one strike. You got like ten. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> know about that. Um, but You're it was money, good. We're
1: having—we're having a good time.
0: Your money. That was the only night, and the only th- thing that was cool about this trip too is i did didn't—I th- only get one hangover the whole time, which is—which is, you know, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but it's like. You almost expect to get really drunk one night, but we're at that age now where it's like you have a few drinks, but you don't have to get totally done. No, man. We, we,
1: you know, we were up pretty late, you know, um, exploring the city, driving around. Even sometimes we're just driving around with a coffee, man, just going down different uh, roads and stuff, which is really cool. But, um, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff just doesn't interest me. And, you know, it's kind of fun just waking up feeling good Mm -hmm. and then came, you know, what are we doing today? Or, you know, we've got something planned out and just going out and doing it like,
0: you know. Yeah, if you know, instead of going to get another few drinks, why don't you just come back and watch some Trailer Park Boys, right? Yes, that's that, that was <laughs> a nice way to wind down the, the nights, man. Um, yeah, definitely
1: gonna miss that when you go back home, but 100%, man. priorities is a little bit different, um, you know, these days and stuff like that too. But yeah, you want to you want to wake up feeling good, man, because man, you know, I, I don't know, it's just something nice about waking up feeling feeling refreshed. Yeah. And uh, you know, we did we did some really cool things, man. And then Baker Beach, man. That that was probably one of my favorite beaches. That's the one by the Golden Gate Bridge we took you to a couple times. Oh
0: yeah, unbelievable view. You just get there, Brennan's like, Kakeem, if it's not nice enough, we can leave. I was like, Bro, this is like the freaking Da Vinci Bay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so you look uh yeah, you look west, you got the Pacific Ocean, you look east, you got the Golden Gate, you know. You look uh you look north, there's a little beautiful little little bird there. So it's just uh it's unbelievable, you know. You get a unbelievable. It's paradise. That's what it is. It's yeah, it's beautiful, man, beautiful man, but it's it's been such a blessing having you down here.
1: And uh, I can't wait to, uh, to you know, get you down here again. Man. We, got, we got tons to eat because we were originally going to go down to L.A. for for a night, just kind of realized with the traffic to Sacramento, you know, we don't want to spend too much time in the car, but next time we're going to have to go down for a couple nights. And
0: Yeah, and we went to start, we, and like, you know, it would be cool to see some celebrities besides ourselves, right? Like, I mean, like, hey mean
1: You did run into one.
0: Right, yeah. So second day we went to Stanford. Yeah. So we're walking through Stanford and uh, beautiful campus. It's just like a... It's like incredible. It's it's, a, it's its own city. It's like a little oasis we're walking through and i hear this guy's voice and i see him and i'm like wait a second i know that guy and it was bugging me and you know you know out there when you know somebody and you know you know somebody but you just can't put your finger on it like where are they from and i said brennan i know that guy and you're like i think i know him too so we're standing there and i just couldn't think of it and i didn't want to walk up to him and go where do i know you from <laughs> well no but like i mean the way this this uh The individual was talking just
1: sounded like an absolute genius. He's just hanging out with with three other friends. You know, he's not dressed to try and grab any attention. He's just like he's a student. But it's like this guy This guy looks familiar. And then it hit you as soon as we left. And uh, I think there's a few F-bombs you let out when you realized who it was.
0: Well, yeah, because everyone knows I'm Batman, right? This guy played me when he was a kid in the show called Gotham. Yeah. So this kid we saw that we're talking about, he played Bruce Wayne in the show called Gotham. the 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 season that the show that went for six seasons nationally syndicated on netflix like this kid played bruce freaking wayne like as a kid like when he was growing up and i watched i binged that show of course because i'm batman like i watched the whole thing from front to back it was unbelievably cool so i i loved it man and i can't believe that it only dawned on me after i left that it was batman yeah i i i was like Bren was saying i could not i was beside myself because it would be one thing to just recognize some random person from some random tv show but this is my favorite character of all time batman I was and, just I, there, man. and he was just there bruce wayne
1: and it's a big campus too so the fact that we were at like you know right there and young kid i think what is he 2021 he's 20 it, it's uh, it, it, it's pretty cool I'm like that's pretty cool you're just a Netflix star and then you said okay I'm going to go get an economics uh, degree at Stanford after like, yeah I hope you can afford it Yeah, I, I think I think he's doing okay <laughs> I, think it, I think it'll be fine uh, you know did, did the, I did the Hollywood thing already uh, how old are you? Uh, 20 what? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, he's got it made man he's doing the degree in uh, economics he, and computer science he's like, got a
1: good life ahead of him good for him
0: yeah and he already did he was already Bruce Wayne
1: he was already Bruce Wayne man <laughs> um yeah he he'll uh good for him that's 100%, pretty cool
0: 100 percent. yeah so that was that was really cool and it made me want to being back in the campus even though i just finished school like two years ago it made me want to go back and just that campus though something about it man even if you're like you're 40 years old and you want to do your master's and you got a little money like why we saw not
1: pr- we saw proposal
0: oh yeah that's right hey but you man. said
1: you said man you said you wanted to get married you just thought it was so beautiful
0: well listen man, that guy's probably uh, 150k in debt, what's another 20 what's another 20 grand for a wedding, right? And wedding ring?
1: Oh, for a wedding ring. I was like, if you knew how much some of the weddings cost down here.
0: Yeah, throw some numbers at me.
1: Uh, some of people I know they are getting married, man, 100k. What? US, yeah. For a wedding? Not just a wedding, Akeem. The best day of someone's life.
0: Dude, let me go to Red Lobster, man. What the hell are we talking about, 100k? I guess. Well, with the with the prices you were telling me about, how much these homes cost down here. I mean, it kind of makes sense. But we're driving through this like this homeless part of San Fran, San Francisco. Pardon me. And uh, your Brennan like points at one of these like old like rundown buildings, and he's like, "Yeah, that building's like two million dollars," or that 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 a house at that place would be like two million bucks. I said, "What?" In Edmonton, that's like two hundred fifty k. Not even the market. It, it's yeah.
1: It, it's 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 gone. It's gone mad. It's gone crazy. Um, and I, I don't know where it goes. I think with inflation and stuff like that, I think that's not helping the situation, but <laughs> that's another podcast. Um, we might have to get the economics kit on the podcast yeah, for that one.
0: yeah, Dean Coots, uh, yeah, or David Coots, whatever, yeah. yeah,
1: um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just like holy smokes! I think, unless you own property from maybe like 20, 30, 40 years ago, and and it
0: uh, you grandfathered it, yeah. But
1: then I'm thinking, and even what if people, you could even get chased out by the property tax in some of these places too. But we'll save that for the economics podcast. But um, but yeah, anyways, the, the prices are, are expensive. I'd probably compare it to like uh, some of the Vancouver prices. Um, you know, even some of the Toronto prices maybe too. It's just that kind of market where um, you'll see a place and you go, what? That's yeah. how much
0: that costs? Yeah, New York or something like that, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know that... Um, uh, we went to some neighborhoods, had some nice food. Uh, like I said, we had ice cream every night. We went to some hot pot place, and I never had hot pot. Tasty pot in uh, Daly
1: City, man. That was uh, one of my friends um, from the hospital. Um, she had recommended that too, and uh, it it was good. It was really good, and and like a good clean meal, man. I think, like, <laughs> like there's like no carbs in that thing. A little bit of uh, uh, um, noodles, but than that it's all like you got just seafood or you get some some beef or whatever but some broth yeah good stuff it was
0: delicious and we went to go see
1: James Bond and that was a good time James Bond man that was that was a good one too I don't want to give any spoilers out but um, I I have a lot of questions after that movie ended
0: yeah so do I big question mark at the end of that one Um, so we'll see Uh, maybe they'll uh, I I think you have to be British so even though your resume stacks up I'm not sure if (laughs) they'll take you on
1: (laughs) Nope. No, I'm probably not. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, I think you gotta be—I think you gotta be ripped for that too. Hey, buddy! You gotta be, you gotta be the summer 2022
0: 20, man. Summer 2022 man. S- summer 42, <laughs> oh,
1: <please.
0: laughs> No, man, you, you're gonna bounce back in a major way. I know that. Everyone knows that. Uh, so, Brennan, um, what else did we do? I think that was a pretty good trip, man. I mean, we we could go on and on, but what are you what are you most excited for next time you come down here? I'm most excited about. Uh, going to L.A. maybe for a day, going back to the beach, building some sandcastles. That's one thing, too. I said,
1: you know, what the hell's wrong with two grown men building sandcastles at the beach? Like, I... That's, when you brought that up, and... Because we were at Half Moon Bay. I know we were leaving because we wanted to go to Baker Beach, but you had said, like, if we had a ball and some, some water and some, some sandcastles stuff, I'd stay out here and build a sandcastle. I'm like, why not? Like, <laughs> let's do it. Next time, come down. Like, let's... I uh, want to, you know not to try and shame you know four year old building a sandcastle next to us they can help us if they want but <laughs> I want to
0: build the best damn sandcastle uh, the half of me has ever seen build the Taj Mahal of uh, sandcastles out there buddy
1: and charge rent for it too damn right <laughs> yeah
0: for sure this is my part of the beach buddy yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah those are it's really fun like I started digging a hole and I think you were building some kind of moat but like you were we. it's one of those things where you're just on the beach and you lose track of space and time and you're just there it's like building Lego man like building legos yes you're just in the zone dialed in in the zone dialed in so i can't wait to do that when i come back and
1: uh, alcatraz
0: alcatraz yeah alcatraz would be sick um definitely go through like a, a sightseeing tour of oakland and then uh <laughs> and then <laughs> and then uh maybe we'll I go I to work that day <laughs> and then we can maybe i like
1: Oakland. lots of love for
0: oakland lots of love for oakland for sure um i can't wait to see that and then um i also definitely want to go to uh Silicon Valley and see like the tech companies like Google's and Netflix and all. we that
1: saw stuff. Facebook, but we, we got to go We got to drive through uh, Google Netflix. We saw Microsoft um, Yeah, and Amazon we and didn't go uh, we didn't see the other ones in, in San Jose But there's a lot of big uh, headquarters in San Jose too So we'll do the whole tour man. And I think we gotta we gotta do some hikes in some of the, the hills some of the mountains in the back too
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah find some birds. That'd be sweet. Yeah, do bird do, do, do some bird walking yeah. bird watching
1: Yeah Big time, man. Um, Monterey,
0: Big Sur, Yosemite. Got a lot of stuff. Yeah, man. There's a thing about this area is there's no shortage of things to do. I mean, which is kind of the biggest irony because everyone is working all the time down here. Yeah. So you have, (laughs) it's a work culture, but at the same time, there's a million things you could do if you're on vacation. It's one of those places. Big time, man. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure
1: having you down here, man. Love you, brother. I can't wait for the next trip. Hopefully, I can come back to uh, to Canada sometime soon, man, because I'm craving you know, craving some, some good times with, with uh, you know, we'll have to go to Norther's game. And, yeah. Uh, but you know damn right, as soon as you pick me up from the airport, we're going to get a poke bowl.
0: <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, splash poke. Yeah, for sure. Or uh, yeah, yeah. any place like that. Oh, yeah. Earl's, babe, Earl's, yeah. Time. Or e- Edo. I know you miss Edo, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few things. <laughs> I need, and I need a Tim Hortons, too, man. Stat. Little double-double, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, brother. Yeah, love you, too, brother. And uh, thank you for the amazing trip and the amazing interview. I'm sure people took a lot of value. And folks, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show. And until next time, I'll see you at the city by the bay. Peace. Peace.